This is Women's Leadership Success Radio, episode number 39. How Women Leaders Can Build Trust and Influence to Accelerate Their Careers Most of the time you can't command people to do what you want. You have to use your influence to make things happen. In this interview you will learn why influence is important and how to get it. Join Sarah Victory in an interview with Sabrina Brahm, founder of Women's Leadership Success and executive coach and consultant to Fortune 1000 companies. Welcome to Women's Leadership Podcast, showing you how to influence people, improve your performance, and advance your career. Brought to you by women's leadership and career expert Sabrina Brahm and womensleadershipsuccess.com. Here's your chance to meet women trendsetters leading the way to success, accomplishment, and balance in business and life. No matter if you're a manager, CEO, or entrepreneur, join Sabrina for coaching and no-nonsense advice to improve your career and bottom line. This is WomenLeadershipSuccess.com Radio. I'm Sarah Victory, guest host for this show. The important topic today is how women leaders can build trust and influence to accelerate their careers. Today you'll get insider secrets and top-level advice with women's leadership expert, executive coach, and founder of Women's Leadership Success Radio, Sabrina Brahm. Welcome, Sabrina. It's wonderful to be here. So glad you are. You are a, an inspiration to so many, including me. Well, thank you. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started as a coach and, a, and as an executive coach. Well, um, I got started a, a couple different ways. I was, I had spent years uh, doing marriage and family therapy, and I started getting presidents of companies for clients and giving them advice about what to do in their companies. And uh, soon they were hiring me as a consultant and as a coach. And then I had a seven-year um, uh, period of time where I worked at Stanford University doing uh, coaching and consulting and then went back to college and got advanced, did more advanced work in ex- executive coaching and consulting and I absolutely love it. It is just the best job in the whole world. I am so lucky. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way about being around you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me, um, why is it so important for women to accelerate their careers? <clears throat> well, I, let me answer that two ways. It's important to me personally because I know I know that there are so many incredible women that have so much talent that are out there who don't know how to make the steps to get to the next level. You know, it, right now we have 17% of the top people in companies are women, and I would like to see that move up to 50%. And so I have a great deal of passion around giving the information to women so that they know what steps to take to keep accelerating their potential and improving their careers. You talk about trust and influence. What does it mean to have trust and influence? Uh, you know, it's it's really important to those are two things that are bottom line that you have to have in order to 
keep developing yourself, whether you work in a company, you're self-employed, or you're an outside consultant, you need to have trust and influence um, so that people begin to see that you're someone that is important and that they can count on and that you're a go-to person for them. How do you develop trust? Well, trust is trust is the way you really develop trust is through your reputation and your your ability to develop trust and a reputation comes from being fair with everyone. You know, I I've said many times that there's four games in life. There's uh lose lose, you lose, I lose. There's lose win, you lose, I win or Win-lose, you win, I lose, or win-win, you win, I win. Personally, that's the only game I play, and it's the only one that you should be doing if you want your life to work out well, whether it's in your career or your family life. That tells us about a, a little bit about that, but what about the influence part? What is it and how do I get it? Um, the... Um, the influence is the ability to basically help change what's going on without force or command. Um, years ago, I asked a friend of mine who happens to be a billionaire, why do you work? And this person said to me, if you're not in the game, you can't influence it. You can't change it. So if you have high integrity if you believe in win-win, if you believe that it's important for you and everyone else to have the best outcomes possible, you want the opportunity to help make that happen. And so what you say and do can can really change the outcome of things. It, it could be some very small thing you say. It could be a large thing. But the more you practice uh persuading and influence influencing people the more you're going to going to be able to do that did i answer the question i was going to ask you if you had any specific secrets for influencing others the things that a person could go out and do i think <clears throat> the the most important thing is to deepen your relationships with people you know um I have people that that I coach or that call me and they say, "Okay, I've got to go to this meeting. I want I want to influence this person and I don't know anybody at the meeting and I've never met this person." Well, your chances of having a big influence are very very slim at that point. The more you develop a relationship, the more you develop trust, the more you act win-win with those people, the more your chances of being able to influence them increase. Um, so it's it's important to develop a relationship, and one of the biggest things you can do to develop that relationship is really practice listening. And the practicing of listening more than any other skill is is the thing that really, really helps you to influence others. Um, is there a good way to practice listening? Yeah, let me 
there is, but let me tell you some the benefits of really listening well. And you know, I can imagine a lot of people saying, "Well, everybody, I can listen well." Okay, but I really want you to understand the the benefits of that. You know, it, it's that you really have the patience to hear people out. That you can accurately restate their opinions that you're actively processing what is said to you. You're not just thinking about what you're going to say, but you're listening to them. The, the more you do that, the more you increase your ability to persuade them because now you understand where they're coming from. And it gives you a real negotiating edge and a broader perspective on what's going on and the way you can influence them. Influence them. Um and your question was, how do you how do you begin to do that? Yeah, what's a good if is that is that a block to influencing others is not listening? It's it's probably the biggest block there is. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that many people, especially leaders, uh, not successful ones, but leaders do, and that is, they make the assumption that they know what the other person is going to say, so they finish sentences for them which is is not good because the bottom line is you you don't really know what the other person's going to say. So it and it's really 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 important to humans that someone's listening to them that you hear what they have to say. Even if you think you already know what they're going to say, they want to say it out loud and have you listen. So the very best thing you can do to listen well is to be silent, is to just be quiet and listen to what they have to say. The interesting thing about that is when you're silent and you listen to what people have to say, take a breath, wait five seconds before you go to say the next thing, and surprisingly, they'll they'll tell you the next thing, or they'll tell you what they figure out, or the new way they're thinking because you've been listening to them. Um, I also think it's important to paraphrase and repeat back for clarity and understanding. You don't want to be a parrot with them, but you really want to show that you're actively listening and processing what they're saying. What about nonverbal signals? Are they important? Nonverbal signals are really important. Um, And let's talk about that two ways. Even if you're... Even if you're on the phone, they're important. So, you know, what people assume is they could be doing a phone call and they could be um, writing the report at the same time or, um, you know, doing their craft project or whatever whatever the thing is. But at some level that comes through on the phone. So it's really important if you want to influence and deepen a relationship, it's important that you're not multitasking when you talk to somebody on the phone. And that, of course, is true in person. So it's important that my nonverbal signals tell you that I'm listening to you. And Sarah, you do you do this for a living too. What do you think some of them are? Some of the nonverbal signals that are that are important. Yes, when you're in, when you're with people. Right. Um, I think when you're showing that you're listening, there's a natural nodding and mm-hmm-ing that goes along with it. When they're listening, you always see they're leaning forward. Their body language does change. 
their eyes light up when things are really important to them. And if you're really listening and really looking, you you can catch those moments when something really important to them is being said. And that's I think that's what we're all looking for is what's important to that other person. Exactly. Not just what are they saying? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And and you you could you can lean forward and you could even take notes. It shouldn't be that you're transcribing like a court reporter, but you could if you're um if auditory is not your first way that you take in information, if you're visual or if you're uh kinesthetic, if you learn by doing, then writing a few notes may help you to listen better. So that that's an okay thing to do. Um I think people appreciate that, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the nonverbal signals that you're not listening, you know, mm-hmm. ty- typing while the person's talking. I can't even tell you how many times people have told me they've walked into their boss's office and the boss says, yes, I can I can talk to you right now, and they never look up and they keep working on whatever report they're working on. And um, it doesn't feel very good. If you've ever had that happen, it does not feel good when someone doesn't look like they're paying any attention, but tell you to go ahead and say whatever it is you have to say. So putting the pencil down, uh, shutting down your computer, not taking the cell phone call, and just taking a few minutes to really listen makes a huge difference. And you mentioned the difference between phone and face-to-face. Are face-to-face interactions still important, even though we have all these other ways of communicating now? Yes. You know... um, the the question Diana Boer talked about that in one of in an interview that we did recently, um, but the question is why do international companies spend trillions of dollars on travel for face to face meetings if if uh, you know like a conference call on a video works as well or if if uh, a phone call would work as well they just don't people are are wired to like face-to-face interactions, and they make a huge difference. And you get more of the backstory that way. Um, I'm thinking when I did 360, 360s, which is a, um, it's an assessment tool where you ask people how other people are doing, and they, they get ranked or rated on that. And at Stanford, we did them not only um, uh, in a written form, but we went out and interviewed everyone who had made a comment. And without exception, when I went face-to-face and talked to somebody about the person that they were assessing, I got a piece of information that was very, very useful to their development by talking in person and gaining that person's trust that that information was going to be utilized in a win-win positive way. So it really, really will increase your ability to to not only develop a better relationship, but also to find out more information that will help you to uh, negotiate and persuade people better. Well, speaking of persuasion, how can you be more persuasive? Um, you know... A few months ago, we interviewed Donna Lucas, who used to be the press secretary for George H. Bush and has her own uh, public relations company. And she probably was the top person I've ever met on this. And 
One of the things she said was she never walks into any meeting without knowing everyone that's going to be in the room and their background. And if she can, she finds out what's important to them and what's important to the person running the meeting. So the ability to be able to persuade really, really depends on your doing some pre-paving or preparing in advance and knowing what it is that you want to have happen, who's going to be there, what what do they need, and what you might say to help influence that. The more you do that, the more powerful your ability to persuade will become. Does this have impact when you are trying to get promoted? I know you are famous for helping people get promoted multiple times within an organization. Um, is Are these skills that will help somebody in that that promotion process? Yes. It, it's, all of these skills will help you to become the go-to person, the person that people begin to rely on as a good source of of a good source of information, somebody that they can depend on that will do what they say they're going to do. So it really helps you to get promoted. It also helps you if you're a consultant and you're wanting to get a job in a company or if you're a consultant and you want you want to talk somebody into doing something that you know would be to their benefit. The more you learn how to do this, the better results you're going to get. And I bet particularly those results with your the people that you have on your team that you're trying to trying to influence that would be a very strong uh, strong thing. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you could give us maybe three action steps uh, that you could leave us with, what would those be? Okay, I think there, there's the three that come to mind is the first one is in every single interaction that you have at every point of contact practice win-win and remember the behavioral golden rule and that is that everyone you meet and interact with may meet you again at some point in time and remember what you did and how you behaved so in every interaction win-win interactions and the second one is improve and practice your verbal and nonverbal listening skills and do that on a daily basis. Take one of the things we've been talking about and just see what you could do to improve that. Um, you could start with one of your kids. When they come in to tell you something, put down what you're working on and just give them your total attention and listen to what they're saying. Or the next time somebody is excited at work and wants to share something with you, just stop for a minute and really pay attention. And third, pre-plan your goal or objective and how you want to come across in every situation. Think about what you want to have happen and what the influences you would like to have. That will hugely change the outcomes for you. Those are extraordinary. Thank you so much, Sabrina. It's been wonderful having you on the show. Thank you for doing this, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Be sure to check out my new Women's Leadership Success Facebook fan page. 
and sign up for the free access to the Seven Secrets to Profitable Job Promotion program. Go to www.womensleadershipsuccess.com and sign up on the form that appears on the screen after a moment. And thanks for listening. Thank you for joining your host, Sabrina Brahm, on another Women's Leadership Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can email her at sabrina at sabrinabrahm.com. Since 1989, Sabrina and her team have helped hundreds of women managers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs with valuable trainings, articles, books, and executive coaching. For additional tips, interviews, and free access to Great Leaders Today mini-course, visit www.womensleadershipsuccess.com.